live from the Watch Dogs Radio studio in Atlanta, Georgia. You are listening to Saturday Morning Live on Watch Dogs Radio. Watch Dogs Radio is a production of the Dads of Great Students program of the National Center for Fathering. Go to fathers.com slash watchdogs to learn more. Call in now to be a part of our program at 215-383-3728. And now, here is the host of our show, My Daddy. Well, good morning and welcome to the 4th of July edition of Watchdogs Radio Saturday Morning Live. It is a bit of a rainy day here in Atlanta, and uh, if you're not familiar, Atlanta hosts the world's largest 10K on uh, the morning of 4th of July every year. I think they've been doing it about uh, oh, 30 or 40 years now, and uh, we had 60,000 runners running in the rain from uh, Lenox Square Mall in the Buckhead area of Atlanta down to uh, Piedmont Park. So it was a uh, a very busy, very soggy morning here in Atlanta. They get uh, they get started off. Uh, usually, folks are getting there around 5:30. Uh, they they start to step off around 7:30. So uh, it's been a big day here, and uh, it's it's been kind of interesting. But like I said, it's uh, it's been kind of soggy. So. Uh, yeah, we'll just have to see. You know, we always look at the weather uh, to our west to see what weather is coming at us. And usually on Watch Dogs Radio, I get our uh, morning uh, weather prognosticator, Mr. Chris Dannenauer. <laughs> Chris, how you doing? I understand uh, I kind of caught you off guard and uh, you're, uh, what, sitting in the uh, Target parking lot? Is that right? Is that like a sacrilege in, in uh, Arkansas to, be, to go to the competitor? No, it probably is. I mean, with all the uh, Walmart stores and the Walmart starting here in northwest Arkansas, uh, uh, I mean, there's like a Walmart on every corner pretty much uh, from Bentonville to to Fayetteville. Uh, But, yeah, I'm at Target uh, waiting for my wife and daughter uh, to come out. And uh, it's hot and sunny. It's going to be a nice, humid day here uh, in northwest Arkansas. But, uh Nonetheless, it's a beautiful July 4th. Cool, cool. Now, what are your plans for today? Well, uh, we just uh, went uh, to a, a fireworks stand and uh, got basically about $300 worth of fireworks for about $35. And so, uh, <laughs> got a good deal. Uh, you know, kind of like Garth Brooks song, you know. Uh, I have friends in low places, and so it, oh, it worked out go. for us. A great deal, uh, and so uh, we're going to go to some friend's house. It's our annual tradition uh, to go with our kids, grill out, and uh, mingle with adults. Don't the kids mingle with their friends, and then you know, uh, shoot off fireworks for a couple hours. That's awesome. You know, uh, I, well, I guess it was about two years ago. I had a little uh, f- fireworks malfunction, and uh, I don't do that anymore. But. Uh, yeah, it's uh, it's interesting. You know, we've had a lot of uh, a, a lot of debate here in Georgia. The uh, fireworks have just become legal uh, here in Georgia, uh, July the first. And uh, wow. you know, of course, my background in the fire service, I've got some some thoughts about that one direction. But on the other direction, you know, I kind of uh, I guess I could say I, I stay on the fence because you know I like the idea of having fun and the freedom to to uh celebrate the way you want but uh you know i have seen you know when things go bad and go the wrong way too so uh i i'm, I'm staying neutral on that one you know, like i said there's been a lot of debate and um you know sometimes you just gotta uh, uh you gotta let people say what they want to say you know 
Oh, you're right, and you know we're, we're you know we've done it for years here in Arkansas, and you know uh, you know we'll hold the Roman candles and let them go off in our hand. Uh, you, know, you gotta be careful, of course, and use caution. But uh, you know we do that. And then last year, my wife almost hurt uh, my nephew and niece with a, a Whistler bottle rocket, but it was really uh, you know my sister-in-law and brother-in-law's fault for not you know holding their kids back while we're shooting them off mm-hmm. and almost hit both of them. Um, uh, they, you know, ran out in front of it, uh, as it was going up in the air. So, you know, we caught a break and the Lord saved them. And, uh, you know, so no, no ear damage done or, or anything else, uh, significant, but yeah, you gotta use caution. You gotta be careful. Yes. And, uh, yes. but no, we have a good time and where we go, uh, with, uh, really our friends, uh, you know, we make sure the kids are back and, uh, away. And of course now they're, you know, 17, 16 and 15. And so, uh, They've been around it for, you know, the past 10 years, so uh, uh, they know to be careful. Exactly, and, uh, you know, it's funny, though, Chris. I mean, I remember when I was a kid, you know, we used to do some things that if you did it now, you'd probably get locked up. But, uh, you know, times have changed a bit, and, and, uh, you know, we we survived. You know, we we made it through. We probably did some things that uh, I would never uh, want my kids or let my kids do, but, uh, you know, that's. That's all part of you know growing up and and uh, part of uh, let's step back to what we talk about. That's part of father involvement. I mean, when you're doing things like that, if you know you got to have a a good uh, you know male role model, a mentor, uh, just you know teaching you how to be safe and, and keeping the eye out there. So that's uh, you know that's one thing. You know we we really are not quite sure what we're going to do. You know the weather's going to be bad. We've had a lot of options and. This is the first time in uh, about 10 years that we have not been down on the coast for uh, 4th of July. Uh, usually we go down to Ocean Isle Beach or uh, Wilmington, North Carolina, between Myrtle Beach and Wilmington area. Uh, it's uh, always been our tradition to be down there, and, uh, you know, we've had some things go on this year, and uh, we couldn't uh, couldn't let that happen, or, you know, we couldn't, we had, we had to make some changes. So uh, so here we are, we're at home. Uh, we got a chance to maybe uh, go out to the lake, but I think the uh, weather's going to kind of keep us uh, from doing that. But uh, uh, somewhere around here, I know uh, we had fireworks here in the neighborhood uh, last night. The uh, the neighborhood association always puts on a pretty good fireworks show, and I was at work, and uh, and Anna went over to see the fireworks, and she told me all of the uh, yeah maybe some of the shenanigans that went on over there. But uh, you know, it's all in fun. It's all in fun. Just, oh, uh, it, it celebrate is. Celebrate this great it, nation of ours and, and, and all we have to uh, be proud of. Oh, you're right. And it's, it, it, uh, you know, we kind of talked to about our kids about it. And, you know, they're actually working at a, at a fireworks stand. I've never been a, a big spender on, on on fireworks. Uh, but, you know, knowing that they had connections, you know, they uh, – hooked us up this year and so we got a lot more fireworks than we typically do but uh you know just you're right you know being that male mentor and uh showing your kids how to be safe and but how to have fun and celebrate uh this great country of ours as well well i i can tell you that um when uh for a very very short period of time in my life i was a police officer and uh you know of course my heart is still you know with those guys out there and uh it's kind of funny because you know, I worked in an area where it was legal to buy fireworks, but it was illegal to shoot fireworks, if you can figure that one out. but uh, And it's still that way down there. But uh, I can remember, you know, through through the summertime, you know, a lot of the cops would 
spend, you know, confiscating fireworks, and then uh, and then we go out and have our own show on the Fourth of July. So <laughs> it was just kind of the way things played out back then. That's been, you know, over almost thirty years ago. <laughs> but uh, well, you changed. know, it's kind of like those uh, those Nimrods we vote into office. You know, they they uh, they'll make the law, but then they'll break the law. You know, it doesn't. You know, the law uh, they're above the law. Uh, according to a lot of people that are in office in Congress and, uh, yeah. you know, the Senate, et cetera, and, and even people in our local government, you know, uh, you know, for whatever reason, the law doesn't apply to them. And, uh, but anyhow, uh, you know, I, it's such a wonderful to live in the country we live in and the freedom we have, knowing that other people in their countries don't have the, the freedom that we have to, to live and, and, and to you know, dress the way we dress, and uh, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and the practice religion that we we do, and so it's just a, a great honor uh, and privilege to live here because so many people uh, wish they, uh, you know, could have the the freedom and the rights that we have here. Exactly, and you know, when you think about, uh, you know, and, and we hear this all the time, and, and sometimes it becomes cliche, but you you know, you got to think about it when we say, you know, freedom isn't free. And we have to think about the uh, people that, uh, you know, just, just like in, uh, you know, some of the songs we hear, the patriotic songs that we hear on the 4th, you know, all the men that died to, to uh, men and women uh, that have died to give us this freedom and to be here for us and, and uh, to be able to support us. So, uh, you know, the other thing that I always try to uh, remember, I mean, I'm, uh, I had the privilege to be off today, but... Uh, you know, so many of our uh, you know, law enforcement and, uh, and fire service and EMS personnel are, uh, you know, on duty today and away from their families and just can't, uh, you know, just can't be with their families on the on the 4th and on a lot of holidays. So we want to remember them. And, you know, when you're out there having your, uh, you know, out there at the fireworks show or out there at the parade or whatever, you know, and you see the, the guys on duty, you know, just kind of thank them and say, you know, it means a lot. You know, people think it. It, it doesn't mean something, but when somebody walks up to you and says, you know, thank you for serving us and thank you for doing what you do, uh, you know, especially when you look at some of the uh, the things that, you know, they, they could step away from that job and make a whole lot more money in the private sector. And, and um, you know, it's it, it's really something to see the, you know, the people that uh, stand up for us uh, every day, you know, not just on the holidays, but oh. every day. Hey, you're right. And, and to kind of uh, echo those comments, you know, couple of things uh you know my wife and i we've had uh, a lot of conversations with our kids uh over the years and especially on major holidays and you know we're you know i'm in my 40s and my kids are you know 16 15 and 10 and just tell them hey you know what when i was a child your age you know the only thing open was really a, a gas station you mm-hmm. know uh pretty much grocery stores were closed or, or that they would they would only work for a half a day until noon uh you know, with the exception of Christmas, uh, they were closed. But, you know, a lot of businesses were closed. And, uh, you know, even today there are a lot of businesses that are open. And, you know, at uh, my kids' fireworks stand, there's a, a law enforcement officer working there just mm-hmm. to, you know, make sure nothing gets stolen and people are safe. And, you know, uh, my wife and I had a nice chat with him yesterday. And uh, I thank him for his service. But uh, also when I'm in, you know, at a store shopping, if I see a, a veteran, you know, uh, who, who's proudly wearing his hat or his, his shirt, you know, I, I will, you know, stop and thank him. 
And, you know, nine times out of ten, you know, they thank me for thanking them. Yeah. And, you know, I'm like, no, sir, or, or no, man, no, thank you for your service. Uh, thank you so much. It means a lot for me. And, you know, they're like, hey, you don't understand. You know, we I hardly ever get stopped uh, for what I did, you know, back in the Vietnam or Korean mm-hmm. War, etc. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it, it, it's amazing. Well, Chris, we're uh, heading into the break. We're going to take a, take a couple minutes break. Here's some uh, quick messages, and we'll be back. Sounds good. Don't you just love cheering your kids on? There's nothing like watching your kid outperform the others and bring home the hardware for the team. And if they're really good, that athletic ability just might carry them through college. But let's be real. It's their education that's going to feed your grandkids. Wouldn't it be great if you could cheer them on in the classroom just like you cheer them on in the field? Well, now you can. The Dads of Great Students program, commonly known as Watchdogs, is available in over 4,600 schools nationwide, and many of those schools are right here in the metro area. For as little as just one day per school year, dads can prove to their kids that their education is important too. Call your school to see if a Watchdogs program is available. If not, go to fathers.com slash watchdogs to learn more. Do you remember what it was like when we were in school? Well, today's classrooms are nothing like we remember. Education in today's world is a very dynamic and interactive experience. So, Dad, if you're trying to support your children in their education based on the memories of your education, you may be way off base. So how does a father in today's world learn to support the education of his children? You have to step into the classroom and into the teacher's world. Of course, for important security reasons, you can't just walk into a school. The National Dads of Great Students program, known as Watchdogs, gives dads a chance to step into their children's classroom in a positive and supportive way and learn about supporting teachers and their students in today's educational environment. Over 4,500 schools are currently using the Watchdogs program to engage dads in their community. Call your school to see if a Watchdogs program is available. If not, go to fathers.com watchdogs to learn more. This message brought to you by the National Center for Fathering and this station. Hey, Dad, have you ever wanted to know what my day is really like at school? Now you can find out. You can be a watchdog for a day at my school. DOG stands for Dad's a Great Student. Watchdogs are great. They greet me and my friends at the door in the morning and spend time with us in our classrooms. At lunch, at recess, and at the end of the day, they make sure we go safe. I know my education is important to you, and I would be so proud if you could come. Madison's dad has already volunteered, and he is coming back again soon. I love you, Dad. Go to fathers.com slash watchdogs. And we are back. This is episode number 146, Saturday morning live, 4th of July, Watchdogs Radio. Uh, we are. Uh, we didn't really expect a lot of callers this morning. We know everybody's uh, kind of having fun with the holiday. And who knows, in Atlanta, they may still be running down Peachtree Road. Uh, it's uh, It's been quite a morning uh, here in the uh, what we uh, sometimes refer to as the biggest city in the South. So uh, I guess that's right next to uh, Springdale, which is, uh, you know, really kind of south, too. So speaking of Springdale, uh, Chris, 
What is the uh, latest report from the Target parking lot? Oh, we are we are now heading home. Uh, <laughs> wife and daughter finished their shopping, and which wasn't much. Uh, mainly just to go look at toys for my daughter. So, uh, yeah, we're headed home to, to begin to uh, wife. Uh, we'll make some side dishes uh, for our, our party tonight. Uh, you know, I'm not too good in the kitchen. I can make burnt toast, and that's about it. So, uh, my wife. Uh, Excellent cook, and so, uh, you know, we're just getting ready to, uh, like I said, prep for the side dishes and uh, get them in the fridge to be nice and cool when we go Mm -hmm. to our friend's house for our our party that we do each year. So just kind of enjoy the day, enjoy the weather, and uh, Mm -hmm. enjoy our time later tonight. Well, cool. Hey, Chris, you know, I did want to mention uh, that uh, those of our listeners who are regular listeners to Watch Dogs Radio, I kind of need to offer an apology for last week. We were uh, making some great attempts to be live from the National PTA Convention in Charlotte, but unfortunately our Internet connection was pretty sad. Uh, the uh, You really have to have a lot of patience to listen to last week's episode. It was really good if you get to hear it. But uh, it's really kind of choppy, so hopefully we need uh, we we want to do some uh, improvements, some technological improvements. Maybe do a little bit better job uh, with uh, you know the next two weeks. Chris, I don't know if you know this, but the next two weeks, uh, Wise Dogs Radio is going to be coming to you live from the road. We will be at Georgia PTA next week. Uh, we are kind of uh, debating back and forth if we can fit it in on uh, Friday or Saturday. But right now, I do have it scheduled as another. Saturday morning live episode next week here on Watch Dogs Radio, and that will be live from the Georgia PTA convention here in Atlanta. And then the following week, we're going to, we've already uh, got scheduled for Friday morning at 11 o'clock on the 17th. Uh, former NFL quarterback Jeff Kemp is going to be our guest on Watch Dogs Radio. And uh, we're really looking forward to that. We want to hear about his new book called Facing the Blitz. And uh, some of the work that uh, Jeff is doing with uh, families in America, right out of, uh, right there near, well, not too far from you uh, there in Little Rock. So we're looking forward to that. But uh, we want to uh, make sure that we've got a good uh, connection next week and hopefully uh, give you a little better uh, production program. But uh, anyway, well, Chris, I, I want to. Uh, you know, yes. We need all the help we can get, Keith. Uh, you know, America is facing uh, problems in their families, whether it's. Uh, a single parent home or kids living with the grandparents or, you know, uh, with both uh, parents living, uh, being in the service, uh, you know, and just the breakdown of the family nucleus, uh, you know, we need all the help we can get, whether it's helping moms become better moms or dads become better, uh, dads and husbands. Uh, you know, there's, uh, you know, any help that he could offer would be great and, mm-hmm. uh, something that I believe in and, and support, and I know you do, too. Oh, exactly. And I, and I tell you, on that note, uh, thank you for the segue there, Chris. We uh, I do want to mention some of the great folks that we had a chance to meet with. We tried to get as many uh, kudos out there as we could last week and uh, talk about the people that we meet. You know, our partnership with National PTA is is. Uh, nothing less than than perfect, and and the great relationships that we have, and you know one of the uh, speakers, uh, he was actually uh, a guest on uh, Watchdogs Radio here a couple of months ago, Azim Kamisa, who uh, is a world uh, world renowned speaker on uh, peace 
a peace activist. His son was uh, killed in a in a violent confrontation in Southern California, and uh, he has taken that uh, horrible experience and turned it around and changed so many lives across the country and, and some of the great work that uh, he does. So had a chance to uh, speak to him uh, briefly while we were there in, in Charlotte. Uh, we also had kind of uh, kind of wrangled this guy down in the middle of the radio show, and I don't know if you were listening to it, if you were able to hear, uh, but a gentleman by the name of Rafael Menko, who is with uh, Learn to Earn, uh, their uh, their program is at LearnToEarn.org, and they are a organization that uh, provides fundraising opportunities for schools and um, right down into the individual classroom. And uh, Rafael was uh, kind enough to uh, spend some time with us on Watchdogs Radio last week. And uh, his webpage is Learn to the number two Earn E A R N dot O R G. Uh, of course, we had uh, our good friend Kimberly Swenson from uh, Utah PTA. She is the male involvement board specialist uh, for Utah PTA. Uh, she was with us, uh, helping us out. Just, uh, we just want to run through some of these other pe- great people that we met. Just, uh, I've got you know some information here, and obviously this is not a fully inclusive list because there's you know thousands of people that we meet at, uh, at the National PTA Convention. It's just a great opportunity. But uh, I want to give a, a quick shout-out to Carissa Dollar, who is a uh, board member from uh, Indianapolis PTA, came by to see us. Uh, also, I wanted to uh, send a special thank you out to uh, Morgan Panetti. Now, Morgan is the youth sales representative for marketing for Carolwinds, which is a uh, Cedar Fair entertainment company. And if you're familiar with them, Chris, they have uh, quite a few theme parks across the country. I want to get back to talking about theme parks here in a minute. But uh, they uh, provided us with uh, just an opportunity to go out and check out Carolwinds. So if you're uh, in the Charlotte, North Carolina area, uh, go check out Carolwinds. It's a lot of fun. It's a great uh, great amusement park there. Uh, it actually sits on the uh, North Carolina-South Carolina state line. Um, you could be in Carolwinds. Actually, Anna Marie, my daughter, um, she did a cartwheel, cartwheel uh, interstate cartwheel while we were there because the state line actually runs through the center of the park. Did you know that, Chris? I don't know if you knew that or not. I did not know that. I did not yeah. know that. Yeah, the the Carolwinds actually sits on the state line, so it is in both North Carolina and South Carolina, and uh, so we were able to stand in two states at one time. And, and as I said, Anna did a interstate cartwheel from one state to another, which was kind of cool. Didn't get a chance to video that; my phone was kind of messed up, but uh, uh, didn't really yeah get that. That would have been a cool little Facebook post. But uh, also, uh, I want to give a shout out to Irv Mintz, who is the middle school liaison for Winston Salem for Scythe County Council of PTAs in uh, Winston-Salem, North Carolina. We're going to be coordinating with Irv and maybe doing some watchdogs training down there. Uh, also, another sh- shout-out to uh, Rachel Valier, uh, Boulder Valley uh, Council President in uh, Boulder, Colorado. We had some great contact, great uh, talks with people from Colorado PTA, hoping to get some watchdogs training going out there. Uh, I also spoke to uh, Vanessa Griffin from Winterd Elementary PTA, and uh, that is in uh, Owings Mills, Maryland. So it, it's a great, that's the one thing about National PTA. When you get there, there's people from all over the country, uh, realistically in some cases from all over the world, uh, that uh, come into that uh, conference and just learn about how to do good things for kids. And, uh, you know, speaking of all over the country, I uh, had a quick chance to speak to Willie Robertson, I'm sorry, Willie Robinson 
Jr., who is uh, District Coordinator for Parent Engagement uh, for Rochester, New York Schools. Uh, Dan Stock, a good friend of ours. We're actually working on a uh, quite a large project with Nevada PTA. And uh, Dan Stock is the uh, Vice President of Resource Development for Nevada PTA. Got some really, really good things on it. And I've said this several times. If you're, uh, if you're looking at a model uh, state PTA, a model uh, PTA program, Nevada PTA, Chris, I'm telling you, they are knocking it out of the park. They've, uh, they've got so many opportunities, so many resources going on out there. It's just, uh, it's just amazing some of the stuff that, uh, that they've got going on. Um, I'd say another person I talked to was, uh, Rob Koffenberg and Rob is with Schwann's. Do you have Schwann's out there in uh, Arkansas, Chris? We do. We sure do. Okay. Well, Rob is the uh, account representative uh, for the sports division of what they call Schwann's Cares. And, you know, every once in a while we get people call us up and they talk about fundraising opportunities, how to raise money to pay for their watchdogs program. And, and of course, we tell them it doesn't cost that much. It doesn't take that much to raise uh, the money to support a watchdogs program. But we still have people who want to know ways to, you know, raise a little money here and there to pay for the pizza, pay for the donuts or whatever. And uh, Schwann's Cares actually has a great opportunity where uh, you can log in and have your people buying their food. they got to buy their groceries anyway. So they can buy their food through Schwann's and your school or your entity, whatever it is, uh, you know, either a PTA or a school or, or whatever, um, can get a, a percentage of the profits. So uh, that's that's one opportunity there. So check out uh, Schwann's, S-C-H-W-A-N-S, Cares. Uh, is it Schwann's Cares? Uh, I would imagine it's, uh, yes, I'm sorry, it is Schwann's, S-W-S-C-H-W-A-N-S, hyphen, Cares, C-A-R-E-S, dot com. And uh, one thing I wanted to mention, if you're watching our Facebook page, and we love, uh, excuse me, our Facebook group, and I don't want to get any confusion, we have a Facebook page, which is kind of uh, where we we put out information, and then we also have a Facebook group, and we encourage you to like the page, join the group. The the group gives you plenty of information uh, from watchdog schools all over the country, who are uh, posting things about their schools, sharing great ideas, and, and Chris, I think you'll agree with me on this one. Is you know we just love to when when someone asks a question, we don't answer it. We sit back and let the group answer it. And the great thing is the members of the group know this program so well they can answer the questions without us even having to step in. You know, obviously if somebody gets a little off base or gets you know a little off track, we can jump in there and. And, and get them back to you know what the messaging that that we want to have coming out from the national office. But it's great to see that interaction on that Watchdogs Facebook group. So, uh, like we say, like the page, join the group, and I've just issued a challenge. Now, Chris, did I tell you about that? I think I told you about that before we went on the air about the challenge that I've issued. Well, what what's that challenge? I think. Well, you know, years. Years ago, from the safety aspect of it, uh, Watchdogs had the idea of we only wanted you to wear the Watchdogs shirt uh, logo when you're actually volunteering in the school. And we looked at that. We stood back. We we had a lot of thought about it. A lot of uh, a, a lot of thought went into this, and we decided that it was much better to get our name out, get our word out, let people know about the Watchdogs program. So. 
we are encouraging you to wear those watchdog shirts out when you're going to your theme parks, when you're going to your Fourth of July celebrations, you're uh, just going out into your community. Wear those watchdog shirts and let people ask you questions about it. Let people know what you're doing as a watchdog and how they can join in as well. So I've kind of issued a challenge out there for people to uh, wear those watchdog shirts. You know, we really want to see them out there. So. Chris, we're winding up. We've got about 14 seconds. You want to say a happy 4th of July to everybody before we wind up? Hey, thanks for all those who have served and uh, protected our freedom. Thank you who are serving and continue to give us our freedom. Thank you and God bless. All right, everybody, join us next week. Thank you for joining us in another edition of Watchdogs Radio. Watchdogs Radio is a production of the Dads of Great Students program of the National Center for Fathering. For more information on the Watchdogs program and how to bring this great program to your school, go to fathers.com slash watchdogs. Remember, the only schools that don't have a Watchdogs program are the ones that just don't know enough about us. And now for Eric and Chris and the staff at the Watchdogs National Office in Springdale, this is Keith Shoemaker. Be sure to join us next week. Have a great week.